Right, well, Gary, back for another Goodwood Revival on setup day here at uh, Goodwood and the race circuit. And look, they they struck up the band for us, Gary. Yeah, it's very considerate <laughs> of them, isn't it? Yes, yes. The um, yeah, some nice music, some fantastic aircraft that we're just uh, looking at as well that have been flying in quite blustery conditions. So hopefully, uh, yeah, I think to pilot some of these old older aircraft, um, you need to have your wits about you and. Uh, they know what they're doing, clearly. They certainly do, don't they? Well, let's set the scene, because we're fortunate to be here at Goodwood at the Motor Circuit, ahead of uh, the three days of uh, Goodwood Revival 2017. And as you've just described, we're right by pretty much where the uh, Freddie March uh, Spirit of Aviation display of these wonderful aircraft are going to be. And really, we're getting a real taste of what lies ahead over the next three Absolutely. days. Absolutely. I was going to say, this gives a great sort of flavour of you know, some of the the attractions, the things to look forward to to, to come over the weekend. And, um, and in fact, this is a, probably a, a very good place to start. It's quite um, poignant this year. The Freddie March Spirit of Aviation, this is the 10th anniversary. And I remember when um, Rob and the Goodwood Aviation team first proposed this um, a decade ago, there was no such thing as any sort of Concord d'Elegance for older pre 1966 aircraft and over the last 10 years the word has spread so we've literally had aircraft from all over the world that people have restored specifically to come to Goodwood. How fantastic. Right, let's start at the very beginning because somebody listening to this, we're chatting about uh, Goodwood Revival. Someone or someone listening may not even know what the Goodwood Revival is. If you can, and I think this is quite <laughs> difficult, in a nutshell, what is and what happens at the Goodwood Revival? It's, um, it's, it's interesting to think that no, yeah, some people may not know about it. No, it's exactly. quite probable, although now you know, your, your life for a lot of people revolves around it the Goodwood Revival. Does. But it's we sort of call it a magical step back in time, and it's very much that. It's um, it's really celebrating the heyday of motor racing, both at Goodwood and also a fantastic era immediately post-war. So Goodwood, the, the motor circuit here in West Sussex, was the um, first circuit post-war to hold a public motor racing event in 1948, September and um, the circuit was very active a renowned international circuit had many of the very very top drivers from Fangio to Sterling Moss to uh, Tony Brooks and so on and um, but the circuit closed in 1966 for various reasons primarily the main reason being that the um, in Formula One Grand Prix racing the Ford Cosworth DFV engine that became the most um, winningest I don't like that word but it tends to the describe the engine yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the most successful um, racing engine, Grand Prix racing, and that record still holds firm today by some margin. And the development for that engine was all done here at Goodwood. And um, Lord March, Freddie March at the time, the um, Duke of Richmond that looked after, who was a big um, petrol head himself, he flew, he raced at Goodwood, and, um, and also at Brooklyn before the war, he could see this engine was going to take motor racing to a whole new level. And frankly, it was rather too fast for a very challenging technical circuit like Goodwood. So he took the very bold decision to actually close the circuit down. And um, so the revival, when Lord March took over the, the running of the estate and grew up very much at the um, the, uh, the, the side of um, his grandfather, yeah. Freddie March, um, so it's, it's in the blood. He um, thought he was determined to you know, revive motorsport at Goodwood, hence the name Revival. And yeah, after some time, a few battles, you know, councils and what have you, um, 
succeeded to achieve that and the um, the very first revival meeting was back in 1998 so in fact next year is the 20th anniversary but this means this year is the 20th revival meeting there you go so that pretty much captures exactly what it is all about and again it is it's like looking back over those what heaven however many years it is 1944 through to 1966 yes, yes what used to happen here at the race circuit what used to happen when this was an airfield it was an air base as well mm. again hence why we've got all of the aircraft here. absolutely it kind of takes us back and we're recapturing that period then and then talking of period we all do dress up over the three don't days we just... in period costume i was going to say it, it's you the... step back in time you, don't you? You really do it's the ultimate nostalgia trip and it was very odd so with myself very much as a you know, motor racing enthusiast i remember um reading about the revival um before the, the first one began and suggesting that maybe you know gentlemen should wear you know a shirt and a tie to stroll around the paddock and you know the girls could wear their beautiful 50s 60s frocks and i i turned up in a tweed jacket had a shirt on i put the tie in my pocket thinking yeah i'm going to be the only one here and when i um arrived on site oh no actually there's a few others that first year it's probably about 25% of people made an effort now it's more like wow. 95% at least isn't it yeah. it's fantastic if you walk in and you're wearing well, you if, know, yeah. non-period clothes if, if you're into you really the modern out, gear yeah people almost look at you and think god yeah and I mean you've done a number of these uh, yes. revivals haven't you I have done as well but take you back to your I, mean, you, I think you have something to go back to your first one my first one I was completely blown away Me by too. the event how modern day history pretty much is taken away from you isn't it because you do step onto the racing yeah. circuit there's no no modern cars well, technology yeah. is disappeared to some extent it yes. disappears doesn't <laughs> it? but it's it is mind-blowing and it's that attention to detail that the exactly the team it's put it, into this event it's very much that it's you know the minutiae little things that you think oh my word look they've done this they've done that and and it's yes it's like a bubble so much so that to the point that now a lot of people over the course of the year as I already mentioned you know a good 90% plus dress up in period fashions of the 40s, 50s, 60s and people actually build now they have their own revival wardrobe so yeah. if they see something maybe in a charity shop or somewhere they think you know oh, we'll buy that for next year's revival and um, it, it say this little sort of time warp bubble that we're stuck in by Sunday evening when we have prize giving people just don't want to go because you know the, the sort of real world the 21st century is out there and actually this seems a rather nice place to be yeah over the three days let's look at Friday Saturday and Sunday on the race circuit pretty much tomorrow lots of practice going on yes that yes. will happen on the race circuit and going back to those races again they're all named again after the famous race meetings that used or races that used to take place here in period Very that's much what so. again you've got but the action out on the circuit is in, it's incredible oh, it's, it's amazing so uh, as you say Mike the, so the cars are the cars that raced here in period back exactly. in the 50s 60s of course many of those cars now you know, back then the Ferraris the Aston Martins the Jaguars and so on um, they were worth something not a fortune but now some of these cars are literally worth millions of pounds and for example one of the, the real for, for me personally star turn races is the um, RAC TT the Taurus Trophy race absolutely amazing which is it's um GT cars so um it is typically yeah you know, Ferrari 250 GTOs AC Cobras ja lightweight Jaguar E types and so on and these cars are now 
worth millions. So something like a Ferrari 250 GTO, you know, one sold at auction recently for um, the equivalent of more than you know, 30 million pound. Yet these guys um, drive them. And they race them around oh, the circuit. And they, yeah, they? and, and they're, they're not fascinating shy. Because it's not always the owner that's driving the car. And you speak to the drivers saying, you realise what you're driving around this circuit. How well are you going to look after it because of the price tag that is attached well, to the yes, vehicle? Yeah, exactly. It's, it's but immense, but despite that, the drivers almost become oblivious to the fact that yeah, the car they're yeah, pedalling hard might be worth 5 million, 10 million. Yeah, they're, it's a proper race, proper drivers, and yeah, take no prisoners. It's real yeah, wheel-to-wheel stuff. It is, and it's quite, great action. Quite nail-biting, it really yes. Over the three yeah. days. So we do. We have fantastic action on the circuit over three days. We spoke about the aeroplanes. In the skies as well, the timetable that we have, Lord March again and the team, they put on some fantastic fly passing, oh, yeah. don't they? So if you love your pre-war wartime absolutely stuff that we have here look up at the skies and you're really in for a treat yeah very you? much so and, and as you rightly said the the reason that we're sort of stood here currently on the airfield with you know, the, the circuit just a few uh, um, yards away this um, Goodwood was a satellite um, to the um, Tangmere um, RAF station during the Second World War so you know Spitfires Hurricanes flew from Goodwood yeah um, during the war and then after the war yeah all of this space in a perimeter road that was built to refuel the um, the, the Spitfires because of the winter of 1940 was particularly bad and the um, fueling trucks got bogged down in the the grass airstrip that was stood on and um, so the the track is that perimeter track and it has not changed one no, bit all, from the it? time it was built in the early 40s it's yeah just amazing isn't it and again there's so much entertainment wise we've got the band continuing to play yes. in the background just for us as we conduct this interview over the road as they call it there's the fairground and loads of oh, other stalls that actually take place i mean do you often get over there and you're well, able look, to describe what no, actually I, takes I, place. I, I over wish the I, I always try and get over there, but sadly <laughs> the pressures of the day, you know. But in fact, oddly enough, I just come back from there. I popped over to see um, Bonham's, um, the Bonham's auction They've house. Got the auction there, haven't they, they? They have a huge um, auction of you know, significant historic um, motor cars, both competition cars and all sorts. So, for example, the um, as you walk into their display, the first vehicle you see is a special um, mid 50s Series One Land. Rover that's built for snow and desert, so it doesn't have wheels, it has tracks. It's a phenomenal thing. It wow. sits at about 15 feet high. You have to clamber into it <laughs> on a ladder. And I thought, well, that's quite something. And the estimate for that, it's not, it's almost affordable. I think it's a mere £25,000. That was loose change. Exactly. Well, particularly compared to you know, some of the other cars, the, the pre war Bentleys, Astons they have there, and Ferraris that are a few million, you know, it's sort of monopoly money almost. Yeah, really, really but, crazy. Um, money. But, but over there, as you say, there's a huge fun fair there's yeah but all very much in period so helter skelters a huge ferris wheel the wall of death with these yes, crazy guys on their great. bikes but that, it sums up the event doesn't it because again all the fantastic action on the on the circuit all of the aviation stuff going on in the skies um it's like a festival it's yeah. stylish it's great fun but you can come here as a couple you may not be into your motorsport yeah. you may not even be into the stuff that's going on in the skies exactly but you are still going to have a great oh, time yeah. and 
everyone who comes here has a great Absolutely. time. Absolutely, they always yeah. have smiles on their face. And it's strange how also people somehow become much more polite. So you notice chaps holding the door open for a young yeah. lady and, and just, yeah, for people watching, it's fabulous. So, and the, the effort, um, particularly for the, um, yeah, some of the female visitors that they go to, we have our own on-site hair salons. Something new for this year, we have a uh, something called the Revival Fash Fashion Emporium. So effectively, it's like a fashion show each day, a catwalk with um, sort of period vintage clothing and also something with a more modern twist. So actually how maybe you could buy something in the 21st century, but give it that sort of 50s, 60s feel. Fantastic. Yeah, and it's, um, it, it's amazing. That's superb. Plenty of food and drink obviously oh, yes. available here, so you don't have to bring a packed lunch. But as a final question to you, what mustn't somebody miss out on? If, if they're coming down on one of the three days, I'd, I'd, what would you say, gosh, make, a, make sure you get to see uh, this? I mean, for me personally, I'll give you mine, it is the action, I think, on the track, on the circuit, because it is fantastic historic racing. No bones about it. it is Absolutely. Wonderful. And I do love the planes as well. I don't know them very well. Yeah. We were saying, <laughs> what's that over there? And we both didn't know, did yeah, we? But they no, look but good and they I'll sound bet, yeah. good. And, they and, and also the chance to get up so close, close to the aircraft to and the cars and also and the drivers. And talk to you about them as well. Uh, so yeah. if you've got any questions, oh, yeah, there's the, going to be someone around the owner's very proud. Team. Oh, very, very and proud. And the chance are that yeah, they spent the last five years restoring yeah. them. But, but for me, my highlights would be, so for those that are here purely for the motorsport, for the racing, certainly the TT race that I mentioned already, um, that's probably the most valuable grid in the world. I mean, we're literally talking, yeah, there's a lot of zeros. Multi-millions, aren't multi -millions. they? Multi-millions. Yeah. My personal favourite is what we call the St Mary's Trophy Race, which is for humble saloon cars, tin top racers, and we alternate from 50s cars to 60s. This year we're back with the 60s, uh, sorry, 50s racers, so you can see everything from you know, Austin A35s, Morris Miners, um, Standard 10s, the cars you know, from our childhood, or maybe the sort of cars that your grandparents drove, and um, the, the speed that some of these cars achieve for a very humble, ordinary it's a car. It's race, it's, isn't it? Yeah, and very, very close racing. Also, we're, this year, a couple of special moments. We're having a, um, a tribute to the Acuria Post race team. They were a very successful um, Scottish-based team of privateers that um, won at Le Mans and you know, didn't have the budgets of the big works teams, the Ferraris, the Jaguars. But, um, and in fact, just behind me, there's some Scottish um, yeah, St Andrews flag flying. It is, isn't it? And yeah. um, we've, we've got, um, we've reunited a lot of the, the cars, um, the Races and the works, the drivers, the mechanics. The um, it's going to be quite a fabulous moment. In fact, on Saturday when we have those, um, I think the grid's going to be a, a sea of tartan as well. With, you know, chaps in their kilts and um, it's going to be all sorts. And the, and the other thing, just very quickly, is um, a bit of a recreation of the 1957 Grand Prix season. The 57 season was a particularly fine, memorable season. It's the first time a British Grand Prix car won the um, Van Walls at the British Grand Prix Upper Taintree and um, we're going to be reuniting these cars, getting that 57 grid back together, which um, for any petrol head is a real special moment. Excellent. So, so much to look forward to. I suppose the best place to go to if you want to know or plan whatever day you're here is to go onto the Goodwood website. Yeah. It's easy to follow, isn't yeah. it? Go to yeah, the, the flagship good... events and you'll find Goodwood e Revival. Exactly. And there's a great listing of everything that's taken Very place. Very much so. There, there will be live streaming as well because the with Revival, it's so popular. It always sells out. So, sadly, there are no tickets available 
available there, but and it sells out that much sooner mm, year on year. But the live but, streaming is fantastic. But yeah, isn't so it, to you can yes, and anywhere around the world as well. So if you're sat in, you know, having a coffee in Melbourne or in Mumbai or wherever, you can sit and watch it. And the um, but also people on site, we've got plenty of information centres, signboards. You know, the the old-fashioned "You are here," and that's the thing because there is just so much to see. You can't do it all. Just as a very final question to you, again, the cars and the aeroplanes that we've got beside us here people from around the world don't they as you said i think touched on earlier they make every effort to get their oh. vehicles two wheel we mustn't get the two wheel as well we forgot oh, about yes, this but yeah, the two wheel yes. vehicles that are going to be here the four wheel vehicles and obviously the airplanes as well lord march and his team do something amazing to get these people to oh, it's, bring it's phenomenal. their yes. machinery to this event very, very much so and as a, a very sort of simple example and, and actually something I haven't mentioned, the little Fiat 500. Um, we're all familiar with the, the new Fiat 500 oh, yes. being hugely successful, but the original car, which is, you know, the size of my thumb, tiny thing, they, it's the 60th anniversary since the launch of um, the Fiat, and that's the car that very much put Italy back on wheels, sort of post, post-war. We've got a celebration um, of the 500, so each morning we're going to have this mad parade, oh, 150 or so 500s, and I was just looking, and again, the cars they've come spe- um, over specially from driven all the way from, you know, Italy, the cars there from, from Austria, you know, France, Belgium, Germany, and so on, they've driven all the way here with the family, <laughs> with the kids. Incredible. It's amazing. It? That organisational side of things is yeah. uh, what we must take up. Yeah. hat off again to, to Lord March and the team for Absolutely. how they put this event together I must say weather wise fingers crossed we keep our fingers crossed yes. it doesn't look so great for tomorrow we yes. believe Friday on Friday might be a little soggy but um, hopefully if everybody brings their brollies that will scare the rain well, away there, so. and there's plenty of marquees to go exactly. into yes. to listen to the music to go and have a drink yeah you know, exactly it doesn't matter what happens that, that's, with the that's the one thing sadly Lord March the Goodwood team can't control no, is, is the weather but I'm afraid that he can't but yeah. it doesn't matter does it we're no. going to have fun exactly main, main very much so Gary always a pleasure always good to catch up thank you so much thank indeed. you Mike thank you you're welcome